And it was at about the seven year mark where I just got this sense of calm and peace and this sense of knowing that this was not going to be much longer. I don't know. I can't describe it other than it was a, a sense of peace. And I just kind of st- stopped and I took some breaths and I came back to that feeling of, you know, I just want to help people. Even though I was in a moment of, you know, probably not being able to do that, I knew that that's what I wanted to embrace. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hello, friends. I'm so excited that you're back for the podcast today, and I'm very excited to let you know that we're kicking off a three-episode series that addresses neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. Basically, what that means is that we can change the way that we think. And so the next three episodes are going to address this topic in different ways. Today, we're going to start with Jennifer Garman. She's a mindset coach and author. Her book is called Flourish, Seven Ways Gratitude Can Transform Your Life. She shares her incredible story about how she healed from a seven-year mystery illness thanks to the power of gratitude and neuroplasticity or changing the way that she was thinking. So if you've ever felt like you've had too many plates spinning in the air, if you've ever felt like pharmaceutical drugs are a band-aid and don't address the root cause of your chronic pain or illness, Or if you feel like you've tried so many different alternative and holistic treatments and still aren't getting the help and relief that you need, this is the episode for you. What we share in our interview is not meant to replace any work that you're doing with a professional or your doctor. It is simply a way to examine how the way that you think and the way that you feel may be affecting a chronic illness or chronic pain. Now, I know you're eager to get into the episode, but before we get into this amazing interview, I wanted to ask if you had a minute to check out my site yet. Have you been to wakeupwithgratitude.com? Right now is a great time to pick up your 2022 Vancouver Island Sunrises Gratitude Calendar. I have the privilege of living on Vancouver Island off the west coast of Canada on the unceded territory of this Nanaimo people. I feel honored that I can capture the sunrise at our local beaches most days of the week, and I share my sunrise photos as well as my favorite gratitude prompts with you in this calendar. Major Canadian and U.S. holidays are marked, as well as the phases of the moon, solstice, and equinox. This calendar makes a great gift. However, I want to let you know that we're running out of time to make shipping deadlines for this holiday season. So if you haven't had a chance to visit the website and pick up your calendar, please do so as soon as you can. All right, you've waited long enough. Let's get into this episode with Jennifer Garman, Mindset Coach of GratitudeMission.org.
Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I'm welcoming Jennifer Garman to the podcast. Hello, my friend. Hi, Julie. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Such a pleasure to have you. And before we get started, actually, do you mind just um, confirming your pronouns for me, please? Yes, um, I go by Jennifer Garman, and I identify as her. Okay, awesome. I just want to make sure that um, we're, you know, making sure people are, are getting the right pronouns. Um, Jennifer is uh, a connection through a lovely friend, Lori, who has been a guest on the podcast before. She is the founder of Zen Rabbit, and she introduced Jennifer and I because Jennifer was on Lori's podcast, and she said, Julie, you have to meet Jennifer. And when I heard Jennifer's story, I knew immediately that I had to meet her because she has one of the most powerful gratitude stories that I have ever heard. And I'm so excited to share them with that with you today. Now she is a mindset coach. She launched her very first product, which is growing gratitude tree um, on the home shopping network. It's incredible. I can't wait to hear that story. She's also a published author. Her book flourish seven ways gratitude can transform your life was released in April of 2020. There's also a wonderful story around that. She is a certified life coach, also using uh, NLP, Reiki, and hypnosis. And her story stems from this seven-year period in her life where she had this mysterious illness, this journey with this illness that really never got a proper diagnosis. But through her work, then she'll share how all that happened. She completely transformed her life. And really lives in gratitude every day. So I'm so excited to hear this story. So Jennifer, if you don't mind sharing like a little bit of the background, like what was your life like before you had this mystery illness? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share. Um, So I grew up in a household of worry and stress. Um, I had a great childhood, but it was always looming over us. Like, you know, worry, worry, stress, stress, money, um, you name it. We worried about it and we stressed over it. And gratitude was part of my life, but it wasn't like the top priority. It was let's concentrate on all the negatives and, you know, we got to worry about these things versus let's focus on the positives. So that's kind of my background, how I grew up. Um, I moved around a lot. Um, When I met my husband, we moved several times um, and finally ended up in Northern Virginia, which is where we are now um, to start a family. And I had, um, I started out having twins. (laughs) We'll take a step back. I was uh, I actually graduated as a computer science um, okay. in the computer science capacity. So I was a computer engineer. Okay. And I quickly realized that wasn't for me and kind of, you know, stumbled around into other jobs before I ended up in the medical field and really realized, you know, what I was meant to do was help people. So that was kind of a core um, aha moment that I had discovered was like, wow, I'm meant to help people. So I knew that already. Um, and then, you know, we started a family. I had twins. And then shortly after my twins, um, not, not three years later, um, I had our third child who's a little girl. And it was at that time where I was juggling a full-time job. I had three young kids and I was pretty, I felt like I was handling things pretty good. And, you know, I had a lot of balls in the air. And instead of trying to say, you know what, let's, let's evaluate and take some balls out of the air. I would just keep adding things to my plate. And I realize this now, but one too many things got added to the plate. And before I knew it, um, I I just fell down sick. And um, that's kind of where my life just came to a screeching halt. 
So like many women, you felt like you had it all together. You had the kids, the job, all the balls in the air, everything's working out. And then what happened? Did you just like wake up one day and you weren't feeling well? Well, my first symptom was absolute chronic insomnia. And when I describe insomnia, it was like, I was sleeping great. I was handling everything. And then suddenly one night I didn't sleep at all. I would open my eyes every three to five minutes and look at the clock. And I couldn't believe just a couple minutes had gone by because it felt like my eyes closed for an hour. And I lived this for three straight nights. And I'm like, you know, every night I was exhausted. I laid my head on the pillow, just like I did almost every day, knowing that I would fall asleep immediately. I'm like, all right, after three nights, I'm going to fall asleep. This is ridiculous, but I didn't. And that next day I dragged myself to my doctor And that started the cascade of symptoms and band-aids and medicines. And it was, it was awful. (laughs) Um, I'm not somebody that embraces pharmaceutical drugs. I don't believe that there's a place for them in chronic illness. I think that they're band-aids for symptoms. I don't think they address the root cause yet. Here I was desperate and I understand how people get to the point where they're on multiple medications because you just don't know what else to do. So I was up against a wall. I had three young kids to care for. So I started down the path of pharmaceutical, you know, try this, try that. Let's see if this helps you. If not, come back and we'll try these two other things type of journey. And that lasted for several years um, where I would go to doctors, I would go to specialists, and I was still trying to identify what the root cause of this was. But instead of getting better, symptoms kept adding on and and on. And I got to the point where I was diagnosed with just about every autoimmune disease out there. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. I was diagnosed with mold toxicity. I was diagnosed with heavy metal overload, Um, MTHFR, you name it. I had everything that I was diagnosed with, yet I would follow the protocols to the T and I wouldn't improve. And it was frustrating um, because I was just like, why am I not getting better? I'm doing everything these doctors tell me to, and I'm just not improving. And it was at about the seven year mark where I just got this sense of calm and peace and this sense of knowing that this was not going to be much longer. I don't know. I can't describe it other than it was a a sense of peace. And I just kind of stopped and I took some breaths. And I came back to that feeling of, you know, I just want to help people, even though I was in a moment of, you know, probably not being able to do that. I knew that that's what I wanted to embrace. So I decided to, after some, you know, some meditation and prayer, decided to get my life coaching certification. And it gave me something to strive for, something to get excited about. And when I started studying it, uh, lo and behold, gratitude came up over and over and over again <laughs> that, you know, stressful people, anxious people, all these people need to embrace gratitude into their lives. Well, along with that came neuroplasticity. And between those two topics, I could not get enough. I just was absorbing and getting as much information as I could outside of my training for life coaching. I was reading book after book uh, and just educating myself and learning And it was at that point, uh, about a month into this learning process that I decided, hey, I'm going to use this on myself and I'm going to be my first, uh, I'm going to coach myself, so to speak, and see what I can do here. So I used the, um, my pillar emotion was gratitude. And I used that as my pillar and I brought neuroplasticity and meditation and other techniques in. 
And I was absolutely shocked within a couple days of this practice, my energy shot through the roof. And not only that, the next thing that happened was my sleep improved greatly. And between those two things, I got this energy to keep going and not even 30 days into it, I had resolved every single symptom that I had at the time. And I skeptical as I am, I, I, you know, I'm a a very um, scientific, logical type person. I was skeptical and I was thinking like, well, this is all going to come crashing back down. This is only temporary. So that's when I really dove into all the research behind it and realized at that point where, you know, this is not something that's going to go away. There's a lot of solid fact and research into this, that it's proven that this can be so, so helpful. So that's when I said, you know what, after seven years and after complete healing and knowing that I need to help people, I want to take this message to the world. And um, that's when I started my company, gratitudemission.org. And um, I can talk more to that and what I did next, if you'd like. Yeah. Oh, well, I have so many questions, Jennifer. I have so <laughs> many questions. Oh my goodness. First of all. Okay. So I'm curious um, because I, I have been, you know, exposed to different alternative kinds of treatment and care, um, here in Canada, you know, as through my own chronic pain journey, but I'm curious, like when you were going through this whole journey, was it really just the majority of the treatments you were being offered were all around pharmaceuticals or like, were you doing physio or anything like that as well? Like any other kind of treatments? I was doing a lot of different treatments. I was doing acupuncture. I was doing herbals. I was doing homeopathy. Um, I was seeing a lot of different alternative care practitioners. Um, But again, I think the emphasis tended to be more on the symptoms than the core. And even when I was going to alternative medicine doctors, I think that they focused on, well, we got to get these resolved before we can dig in a little deeper, just so you can be like, you know, functioning. And to their credit, I don't think that they were ignoring the, you know, the root or the core of it, but the, the fact that, you know, just some days I was just not able to function. I think that was kind of, um, the utmost priority to them. I think your experience really will speak to a lot of people because chronic pain, chronic illness is like a, it's a pandemic or an epidemic, sorry, in, um, especially in North America and it affects women in so many ways. And the reason I wanted to just touch base on, you know, had you tried alternative things, because that is, you know, we definitely want to acknowledge that like that can help people. But I agree with you that there's this part about like, it's focusing on like reduction of symptoms and that kind of work, as opposed to, like you said, like the neuroplasticity and literally changing your brain that truly transformed your experience. So when you first decided to be your own first client, what did that look like? Like, what were you doing on a daily basis right at the beginning of this, this gratitude journey? So on a daily basis, I was spending hours and hours a day, just focusing on who I wanted to be and what that looked like and what that felt like. And literally I was ingraining new neural pathways in. So why I believe this was so powerful, um, first the neuroplasticity, then the gratitude is that these neural pathways can get ingrained in our brain. And I think it happens with chronic pain. I think it happens with chronic illness. I think it happens with a lot of negative things that we have that we just can't shake and we just can't get rid of no matter how hard we try. It's just so ingrained in there that we need to give it a different route. And I love the analogy of, you know, when you're walking through a field and you're tromping on the grass, if you walk through just once, you know, the grass is going to come back up 
And it, you're going to turn around and see like, you know, you're not going to see your path because you only went through it once. You have to do it over and over and over again. And when you bring something in like gratitude and that root emotion, it really digs deep into the brain. So it's it's ingraining it um, with a really, it's pro- it's the highest, actually the highest frequency emotion that you can feel is gratitude. Um, they actually did some research on this and they, they rank them, you know, love, joy, gratitude, and gratitude is up there at the highest frequency. So uh, that's why I started and kept gratitude in because it was the highest frequency emotion to embrace. And when you do this over and over again, you know, hours a day, day after day, you're in essence chomping a new pathway. So when you go over and over and over again, then the grass stays down. It becomes a path. You can look back, you can see it. And if you think of that in terms of your brain, you're creating this new pathway for it to follow where it's going to, you know, start following that as the default, as opposed to that old neuro pathway that includes the chronic illness or the chronic pain or the chronic negative thought patterns, or, you know, insert whatever you're dealing with uh, um, as your conflict right now. It's interesting. I just listened to a podcast, um, call it Ologies podcast with Ali Ward, and she interviewed uh, a pain psychologist. And she talked about the fact that chronic pain lives in the brain, right? It's not even happening in the like part of the body or whatever that hurts anymore. It literally is happening in the brain. It's a pathway that has been, like you just said, explained it. I think the way you explained it is so clear. It's like the pathway in the grass has been created and you're just following the same path all the time. And you have to work really hard to create a new pathway, but you can do it. And there's just one thing I, I would like a little bit of clarification on, because I'm not quite sure um, what this means. What is, do you mean by a root emotion? So uh, a core emotion. I, okay. I, meant, I didn't mean a root emotion, but a core emotion. So something that you embrace and you feel. Okay. Um, and the, 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 the power comes in with the feeling of it. Um, when you can bring all five senses in and you can really feel. So what I literally did, was I would envision myself healthy and I would vision in myself, you know, um, I, I bring in a past memory to something that I was really happy and so grateful for. It involved my kids and my family every time. And I would feel the way it felt to be that back then. So I have this memory of us all on a, a tube going down a water slide as a family. And I remember smelling the, the water and the chlorine and smelling the sunscreen and feeling the, the breeze in my face as we were kind of, you know, swishing down the water slide together and laughing. And I'd feel the grateful memories that I, ha- I had just seeing their faces and seeing the joy that they had. And I mean, when I say feel it, I mean, feel it till you get goosebumps and you truly feel it. And when you have that feeling and you just fully embrace it with all your senses, Project that feeling into the future of you being completely healthy, completely pain-free, completely who you want to be, energetic, um, you name it, you feel it. And you're in the future now with that feeling and you're feeling and embracing the future who you are as a pain-free individual, as a, you know, free from your chronic in- illness individual. Um, does that make more sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm totally in it. I'm, I'm actually in your, you know, I was in your memory with you there because that, like you said, it's bringing in the sense senses. Um, something I learned was like, you know, it's a way to practice gratitude is like five things you can see and four things you can touch and three things you can hear and two things you can, uh, taste. And one thing you can smell. I'm not sure if I've got that exactly right, but when you bring in all of your senses, it makes it your brain doesn't know the difference between what's yes, real. It doesn't know. 
But this, this idea of taking a really happy pain-free memory and then projecting that to your future self, I'd never heard this before. I'd never thought of this before. I'm excited to practice it myself. I, what a gift. Thank you, Jennifer, for sharing that. Cause I think that's like, and like you said, you were spending hours in it, but I think, you know, I might be like thinking or someone else is thinking, well, I don't have time for it. But if you're in chronic pain and you're struggling and you're suffering, how can you not make time for it? That I think is the better question, right? Because what were you going to, what else were you going to do? How else were you going to get through this? We'll be right back to the podcast in just a few short moments. My friends, I have a gift for you. I created a beautiful gratitude meditation that you can download directly to your phone. What I love about this gratitude meditation is that it's a great way to start your day. And I encourage you to turn your phone on airplane mode before you go to sleep. And the nice thing about having a meditation that's downloaded to your phone is that you don't need to turn your phone off airplane mode before you start your day with gratitude. So to access this gratitude meditation, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. It's all one word and gratitude, love, and letter are all capitalized. So that's bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. As a bonus, I'll be sharing with you my weekly gratitude love letter into your inbox. It's something that will bring joy and happiness and of course, gratitude to your inbox every single week. That way you'll never miss another episode of the podcast. You'll hear about other podcasts and blogs and articles that I find interesting and want to share with you. And I also share some of my favorite photos that I've taken that week. So if we're not connected on social media, you'll get the best of wake up with gratitude in your inbox as well. All right, friends, let's get back into this episode of the podcast. Yes. And I would say that I was not spending hours into it past a few days. The first few days I was spending hours into it. So if you have a long weekend or you can take, you know, a little, an afternoon off work and start on a Friday and do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and just maybe get up a few hours before everybody else. Or if you're a night owl, you know, spend a few hours after everybody else goes to bed and just really invest in yourself. You know, when everything is about choices, right? Um, are you going to choose to turn on the TV or turn on, you know, the computer or jump on social media, or are you going to invest in who you want to be and, um, you know, a pain-free life or a life full, um, without illness? Oh. oh, yeah. You just totally hit the nail on the head with that one. Like, who do you want to be? Right. Who do you want to show up as? So powerful. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, okay. So I'm excited to hear about then this business you built around gratitude through life coaching and mindset coaching. You said your uh, first product was this growing gratitude tree. So, how did you come up with this idea and this product? So, the first people that I wanted to teach gratitude to were my kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to uh, just kind of, you know, thinking around the, kids that are growing up right now and the sense of entitlement and the sense of instant gratification. And, you know, all of this needs to be addressed. And I thought gratitude is a great way to do it. And they need to learn the power of it too. So I wanted to teach this to my kids. I went searching for a product um, like the tree. 
I'd seen videos of, you know, this is how you make one yourself. And I didn't want to take the time to do that. I knew how to 80, 20 my life. And I didn't want to spend the time making a gratitude tree. So um, I was shocked to find out there wasn't anything just to buy off the shelf. And I, I ended up actually making one, um, begrudgingly making one. And I had it up and it was something that, you know, when I do something, I tend to do it well and I do it the way I want it to be. So when I had it up in my house and people would come by and ask about it, they're like, well, where'd you buy that? Where can I get one? And, you know, just, it didn't take very long to come up with the fact that, well, maybe I should put this into, you know, production and make this my first product. So that's what I did. I created, um, it's called the growing gratitude tree. It's a vinyl wall decal in the form of a tree. And you add, um, things that you're grateful for to the leaves and just grow your tree every day by adding things that you're grateful for. It's a fantastic practice for families to do together um, and share together and bond over gratitude. And the greatest thing about it that I like the most, it becomes a visual reminder. So every time you walk past it or you glance at it, you're reminded of all the great things that you have in your life. And it's a complete perspective shift. If you're having a bad day or if you're concentrated on, you know, well, so-and-so just got a new car or my neighbor's in Hawaii right now. And I wish I were there because it's 38 degrees when I woke up, you know, something like that, that you, your mind tends to go towards the negative. This brings you back and shifts you back to the positive. And, uh, you mentioned that you launched the product on the Home Shopping <laughs> Network. So how does one, because let's just be clear, this is not your background, right? You don't no. have like product development, background, marketing. No, this is not. So how no. does one go from this? I need a product to the manufacturing, to launching like on the Home Shopping Network. That's yeah, it. that was an interesting story um, because as people were telling me they liked the tree and they were interested in the tree, I, I got this email and I don't even, still don't even know how I got on the list, but I got this email saying that HSN was conducting this thing called, um, uh, oh my goodness, America's. Um, Oh, now I forgot the name of it, <laughs> but they were seeking, um, you know, inventors and, you know, just okay. everyday people that had creations to interview for becoming, you know, part of HSN's network and, you know, launching their products on it. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to go um, and I'm going to, well, put my name in and I'm going to do a short video about the tree and the concept that I came up with because I hadn't actually put this into production. I just still had my little makeshift tree on the wall. Oh my and God. they sent me an email back and said, we'd love to have you come. And I got an invitation to go. It was in DC for three days. I got to meet Damon John from Shark Tank. He was there. He was one of the presenters and speakers. It was just an incredible three days of about a hundred people in a room you know, talking about what they've created and brainstorming, um, you know, how can this be marketed and how we can niche it down. And I just got into talks with um, some people at HSN and another fantastic organization as well. Um, and they loved my product. And within less than a year, I had um, an air date to go on HSN um, as a launch. So this was in the fall of 2017 and my product um, launched and aired on HSN uh, early November, 2018. Oh my gosh. That's, that's incredible. And I think I do believe, like you said, there's this power of when we live in gratitude and that's where our focus is, we attract random things. And I'm doing air quotes for those that aren't watching the video, but it's true. We tend to attract, like you said, it's this high vibration that we live in and we attract all these good things. So 
Now you said though that you your focus has shifted in your business over the over, is it over the last year, like since your book came out, or how has your focus kind of shifted in the business? Well, my business was the the tree for you know a good chunk of you know 2017, 2018. And then as we entered into 2019, about you know, a quarter of the way through, I got connected with a publisher and shared my story and you know how I just really had in my heart to help people. And that turned into my book. So I was, you know, just, it was just funny, you know, blessing after blessing after, you know, like we just said. Um, So a good chunk of 2019, part of 2020 was dedicated towards getting all the stories, getting all the research um, and aggregating this all into my book. And that um, published in April of 2020. And it's not only my story, but it's other stories that I've gathered and I've interviewed people that have brought gratitude into their lives and the transformational effect that it's had. So I go through several areas like, you know, mental health, physical health, connections and relationships. Um, Abundance is one of the chapters. Um, There's just um, self-worth is one of the chapters. So it just, it takes into account all these different aspects of your life that gratitude can come in and literally 180 or transform in a very um, profound way. And then I back it all up with the research there's so much data and research out there about what gratitude can do. And that's all in my book. And that's addressed in um, just about every facet as well. So the book is Flourish, Seven Ways Gratitude Can Transform Your Life. And you mentioned very briefly that publishing date of April, 2020. <laughs> so <laughs> you launch your book uh, literally at the moment we start this. I mean, it wasn't even a pandemic yet, but we knew you know things were not going well. So how did that affect you being able to share your book and get your message out? Well, that's an interesting story. (laughs) I had um, a lot of excitement. I had a book launch party planned. I had um, six to eight, I forget the exact number of um, book signings that were all set and run in place to do one a week for X amount of weeks. And I was just ready to just go full force into promoting and talking about my book and sharing And then the shutdown happened and everything came to a screeching halt. Everything was canceled, postponed, delayed, and definitely. And it was, it was a hard pivot, um, but it was something that looking back on, it was, it was great. Um, I pivoted to online. I got to be on many podcasts, um, meet so many great people. Um, I even was inspired to start my own podcast in June of 2020 because I was so inspired being on so many other people's podcasts. And I just had this overflow of abundance coming in that I'm like, I have so much coming. I need to give back more. So I just decided to start my podcast. Then it was, um, well, I I completed the first full season. It's called upward trajectory. Mm -hmm. And it was just sharing stories of inspiration and light and joy. And that was what it was all about. And I just wanted to share back light into the world when so many people were focused on the darkness. I love that when you make the decision to live your life from a place of gratitude and from a a perspective of gratitude, that even when difficult things come up, even when challenges happen, you find a way, right? Gratitude finds a way. And I think that's one of the deepest lessons that I've learned about gratitude is that it's easy to be grateful when things are going well. It's easy to find gratitude when life is flowing, but it's the times when things are really difficult that this gift of gratitude is the most powerful. 
So what would you say, you know, right now someone's listening or watching and they're thinking, listen, you know, maybe they've come across this podcast for the first time and they're thinking it's all well and good for Jennifer and Julie to, to talk about gratitude, but I, I'm in a really hard place right now and I just don't even know where to start. What would you say to that person? Yeah, it's, I come across this all the time with my clients and that's the type of clients that I tend to attract. Um, you know, about half of them are at that place of just desperation and they're clinging onto a thread of hope and they don't know what else to do. And it's, we almost always start with the breath. When you start with your breath, it's, you have to be grateful for the fact that you're still breathing, that you're given another day. It may not look like the day you want, but when you start with even that place of, I'm going to start and be grateful for the breath that I have. It can go into, well, let's think about how my body works and, you know, how the oxygen is exchanging for carbon dioxide. And then it's turning into energy and all the enzyme processes and the digestion and the fact that, you know, if I get a cut, it heals itself. And the body is so intuitive to heal. Everything's there. Everything is there that we need. We just need to take off some of these layers that are preventing our bodies from doing what they do best, which is healing and bringing us to optimal health. And you can start by focusing on little things and building it from there. Um, Another thing that I mentioned to people is just to get outside nature. I remember when the shutdown happened, it was not what I wanted at the time. And I went outside and I, I recall this like yesterday, but it was a spring day and the birds were singing so loudly and I was annoyed at the birds. I'm like, why are they so happy? Why are they singing so loud? And it just kind of like, it got on my nerves. I was going down to get the mail. And then it just struck me. They are just carrying on with life. And the fact is that this is all going to be behind us one day. And this, you know, we just can't let it affect us. They're going to still sing, even if it hasn't rained for two weeks and they don't have anything to drink. And it's really hard to scrounge up some water. They're going to still sing. And we need to do the same and we need to keep that gratitude and just build it for wherever we can start, build on it and practice it a couple of times a day, just 10 minutes, twice a day. It's scientifically proven to re, um, to boost your IgA factor, which is immunoglobin A and immunoglobin A is one of the biggest contributors to immune health that you can do. And it's just, it's scientifically proven twice a day for 10 minutes, boost this. So if you have any anxiety or worry about, you know, the, the current uh, viral um, landscape out there, this is just something that you can do to build up your immunity. Um, and it's just, it takes minimal time to do it. Well, I'm glad you shared that because I love talking about immune health. I'm actually about to do a, a workshop this week on immune health. So perfect. So I definitely want to check out that study um, because I want to learn more about gratitude and immune health, like from the science perspective, because I know from a, just from a life perspective that our attitude really does affect how we show up in the world and how things affect us. And I think what you said too, about coming back to the breath you know, for those that are struggling with chronic illness or chronic pain, it's focusing on what part of the body is already working well. Because when we're in pain, we tend to focus on what hurts, what's not working. And this memory, this remembering of the breath, and this remembering, like you said, that the body will heal a cut. And I, you know, I love focusing on too, as well, like just remembering that our eyes can see, which we take so much for granted, right? I mean, there are people that don't see and we just, 
look around and we have this ability to see colors and shapes and textures. And that is easily taken for granted. Yeah. And I wanted to come back to something you just said. You said that, you know, when you're focused on your pain or you're focused on your chronic condition. So I love the saying where your focus goes, energy flows, because it's so true. So when we're focused on the negative, we're basically funneling more energy into that pain, into tramping down those neural pathways that are saying pain, 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 it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. So we are in essence contributing to our pain by thinking about our pain and putting our thought energy into our pain all day. Um, We need to kind of get ourselves off of that track and find a new track. And gratitude is a great way to start ingraining that new pathway. And it's not easy, but it's worth it. Now, if someone says, though, I need help with this, tell me about some of the ways that you work with your clients. Yeah. So I always start with where my clients are. We have, um, I do an intake form, which kind of goes over everything, the the history, everything. Um, A lot of times we need to go back and we need to address um, limiting beliefs. We need to address negative emotions a lot of this, people don't even realize where it's stuck, uh, where it started in their life. Sometimes it was even as a baby or a young child before memories occurred. And um, there's a lot of things holding us back that have been ingrained in our past that we need to address. And then moving on from clearing up all the negative, we can move on to the positive and we can bring in positive because when you clear out the clutter, you bring more, you, you create room and you can fill that room with positive. So if you think of an attic space and it's filled with clutter and junk and boxes, you're not going to be able to stuff much sunshine and rainbows in there, right? (laughs) You need to clear that out before you can bring in the light and bring in the healing and the warmth and the joy and the gratitude. Yes, I agree. Not just decluttering our physical spaces, but our mental spaces as well to make space for all of this to exist one little bit at a time. Jennifer, where is the best place for people to find out more about your book and your coaching programs? And maybe if they're interested and I know you still have your gratitude trees available. So where's the best place to go for that? Yeah. So you can go to my website, which is gratitudemission.org. And if you're interested in coaching, you can reach me. Uh, My email is thegratitudemission at gmail.com. You can reach out to me there. And I do offer a free um, one-on-one consultation just to see if it might be right, the right fit for you. That's amazing. I think that's most important, especially when we look at coaching is having a great relationship with the person that you're coaching with and making sure that you click. There are so many options. I've interviewed so many amazing coaches on this podcast. And I think what's most important is that time to meet the coach and connect and see if that person is the right person for you. So that's amazing. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you. So as we wrap things up, um, you mentioned some great, you know, simple ways to start gratitude. I'm curious and I'm totally putting you on the spot here, but is there a way that you practice gratitude that might be a little bit non-traditional or different than what, you know, people usually think of when they think of a gratitude practice? Um, Well, I tie it very closely to meditation now. So um, since my symptoms are all gone and I've resolved all that, I don't tie it to you know, feeling, um, symptom-free or pain-free. Cause I had all that. Um, I tie it to, you know, being of service of utmost service and that, cause that brings me the most joy in life is just being truly of service. And what I found is when I focus on service, um, what I receive back is just, you know, icing on the cake. I couldn't even tell you I'd want all this that I'm receiving back. But when I focus on the service and truly being a service to as many as I can, 
um, what I receive back from that is just um, the abundance overflow, so to speak. So I get to the point in my meditation where um, uh, it's called heart brain coherence. And if you'd like to learn more about that, you can um, Google Joe Dispenza heart brain coherence. There's tons of YouTube videos out there. And it's not only getting to that point in meditation, but as he explains that, you know, you need to be able to do this with your eyes open too. So when you get into frustration and you get into lack and you get into um, anger and pain and, you know, the, the negative places in life, you need to be able to do this to snap your, yourself back out of it and to carry on in a higher level and a higher elevation. So that's truly what I practice, not only as I start the day in meditation, but as I go throughout my day too, because everyone will tell you that even the highest gurus that they still get, you know, slapped out of place sometimes and they need to, to refocus and to reset. And everybody's on a journey of bettering themselves. Even, um, you know, people that have been my coaches are still on a journey of betterment. Yeah. I would agree with you. The best coaches and mentors are those that are on the journey themselves because it truly you never really arrive there, right? Never. It's just no one ever the, arrives. Right. It's yeah, the human experience. <laughs> it's just being on the journey and you either choose to grow or you choose to recede and die. And I like, I like how you said we're choosing to grow, we're choosing to better ourselves. That's a, a great way to think. And having guides along our way and people like you who are being of service is truly incredible. So thank you again, Jennifer, for this time together. Really, really enjoyed just digging into your amazing gratitude practice. Thank you for sharing your very powerful story with us. And I look forward to catching up with you again. Thank you so much, Julie. It's been great. Oh, hi there. You're still here. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you might be aware that at the end of each episode, I share with you a little end secret, something about me that you may or may not have heard before, and a little bit of a glimpse into the person behind the podcast. Now, this is something that if you've been listening to the podcast since I started two years ago, you might be aware of it, but I have a feeling most of you don't know this. I have always been someone who loves to play video games. And last year, during the pandemic, like so many of you, I picked up a new hobby. Not only did I get back into playing video games on our PlayStation, I actually started live streaming on Twitch. I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but I was playing a game called Borderlands 3, which my husband had already been streaming on Twitch. And one night, I came into his office while he was streaming. He had to go to the washroom, so he said, here, you play for a bit. Now, I had been playing the game a little bit on the PlayStation. I didn't even know the keys to use on the keyboard, but we had some friends and we were playing together and they basically dragged me through this uh, level so that we could you know, get the loot. And it was hilarious. I had so much fun. I didn't know what the buttons were. It was a crazy experience, but I loved it. So for some reason or another, I decided about a month later after visiting my husband's stream one too many times that I'd better start my own Twitch stream. So we set ourselves up in the living room. I had my PlayStation going. I didn't have a camera at the beginning and I just started playing video games with friends and it ended up being so much fun. You know, I spent more than six months doing a regular stream on Twitch. We upgraded our PlayStation to a PlayStation 5. I upgraded my setup. I was using a capture card and all these things. And I really enjoyed the experience of playing with my friends online on a regular basis. 
But what happened was at the beginning of 2021, I decided to make a renewed commitment to my business with USANA in nutritional supplementation and serving my clients as an intuitive health coach. So after the month of February, I decided that I would no longer be doing the live streaming. I definitely miss connecting with our Twitch community on a weekly basis, but I know it was the best decision for myself and my family. So I'm curious, have you even heard of Twitch before? I'm curious if it's something that you've ever watched or participated in. I don't know. Drop me a message. Let me know if this is something you resonate with. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.